Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It's Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. I'm Andrew Hansen, ready to break down this three-game NBA DFS slate. And isn't it fitting that it's a three-game slate as Steph Curry chases down the all-time three-point shooting record? He's at 2,972, one behind the great Ray Allen. And tonight he travels to New York on a back-to-back with his Warriors to try to break the record in MSG. So this is really exciting. I uh, can't wait to watch. What a terrific night for NBA fans, Steph fans, fans of shooting and fundamentals, because he has just been incredible. Um, you know, And as, as he talked last night after the game, this has been on his mind. He's been keyed into it for a long time. No surprise there. Uh, but what a career he's had and the fact that he's gotten here so quickly. Uh, just can't wait to to watch. So he is the story of the night on this three-game slate. I'm going to try to get you ready for it on DraftKings and FanDuel. And we also provide members with lineups on Yahoo, of course. But let's start breaking this down here with the three-game slate. And interesting that we have the three road teams tonight are all on a back-to-back. They played last night. Uh, playing again tonight, we also have uh, Portland on the front end of a back-to-back. So four of the six teams involved in a back-to-back. All of the totals between 211, 219 and a half. So pretty even there. Lots of uh, COVID news today and some injuries. But thankfully, we have it pretty early. Uh, there's only one big question mark that we'll get to in game two. But I like how this slate is shaping up. Uh, so let's start with Steph and company. Golden State comes in as the five-point favorite, a 22 and five, playing great and great pace, great offensive efficiency, number one defense. And then New York uh, struggling a little bit. They've lost their last three. A slower team here, average offense, below average defense. So let's start with uh, Golden State here, who's actually probably the healthiest team on the slate, uh, but it is a back-to-back. The, the question mark here is Iguodala, as he sat out the last game after playing 11 minutes before that. I've got him questionable to play, but uh, the, the eyes of uh, all of us, as well as the Knicks, will be on Steph, and, and does he get two more? He's expensive here, 11-5 on DraftKings, uh, which seems a little bit unfair to have to pay that much for him, but I guess it makes sense. 10-2 on FanDuel, a lot easier to get to there. And he's he's been pressing, shooting a bunch, though. Uh, that's the thing. They, they want to feed him. They want to get him this record. Shot 15 times last night in Indiana on threes, made five of them. Uh, so he's right on the verge. And then with uh, the rest of the starters here, there's sort of you know some mid-tier options you could look at with Draymond and, and Wiggins, but they're not my favorite option on this slate. Looney has been getting some more minutes occasionally. 27 minutes last night, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, 3,200 on DraftKings is an option for you. And then with the bench, I don't plan to go there because of Iguodala if he's playing then I think he'll take enough away from Otto Porter, who's stepped up. He had 25 minutes last night. We also have Damian Lee in that rotation, Juan Toscano-Anderson, and Bielitsa. 
with uh, New York here. Let's turn to that side of the ball where I actually have more interest tonight than Golden State because of the, the news over there. R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, and now Quentin Grimes are out because of the health and safety protocols. Uh, And that's big news because Barrett's obviously a starter. He's been back in the mix, playing better, playing big minutes. Quentin Grimes played 40 minutes in the last game with Burks out. Uh, So that's a lot of minutes to open up. Now, we do have Alec Burks coming back after the birth of his child. So congratulations to him. And this is a narrative that we've seen uh, can be very significant. Uh, for NBA players, really athletes in all sports. But I I like Burks here coming back after the birth of his child uh, in a, you know, good price on both sides, mid-tier option with with the Knicks shorthanded. Because I'm looking at basically an eight-man rotation for the Knicks tonight. I think it's going to be Burks, Rose, Fournier, Randall, and Noel. And then we've got quickly Kevin Knox, remember him? And Mitchell Robinson. I think that's the the main rotation. You're going to get good minutes out of those guys. They're decent prices. Yes, it's a very hard matchup here. Golden State, number one defensively, but it is a back-to-back, and it's a three-game slate. So this is a real real strong opportunity, I think, uh, for strong value, starting with Burks and Rose. Uh, Rose, 5,000 on DraftKings, just not, uh, not enough for him. I think we need to jump on that. 37 minutes in the last game as the starter. And we, you will know before this late before the slate starts if he's going to start again. Uh, this is one situation where it doesn't matter to me. If for some reason they go with maybe even Kevin Knox as a starter. But I, I, I think most likely Rose will be out there with Burks uh, in that starting backcourt. I think the matchups on the other side will be fine. Um, Fournier. Very cheap, uh, but he's probably my fourth favorite Nick tonight. So I'm not going to go there much. Quickly is is a good price. He could get it done. Uh, but right now I'm leaning towards Rose and Burks. And then Knox, you know, I, I mentioned it. He's been out of the rotation, uh, just hasn't quite lived up to the hype so far, unfortunately. But he got back out there against Milwaukee in that last game, played 29 minutes, scored 18 put up 15 shots, including 12 three-pointers. So that is the profile that I like for a guy who's priced 3600 on DraftKings, only 4200 on FanDuel. He's a strong candidate to be locked in for me on both sites as a value play so we can get up to some of these studs, including Steph. With the front court for New York, you know, it's a possibility. Noel's only 3700 on DraftKings. Um, Robinson also in the 3K range. But we've got some value centers up and down this slate uh, galore, really. So the Knicks, probably not where I'm going to look because Looney is pretty tough on the other side. So I'm probably going to fade the front court and really zero in on Burks, Rose, and Knox. Quick story, by the way, on Steph and Ray Allen. I had the pleasure of playing pickup ball with Ray Allen in Boston uh, a few years back, and he was just awesome. Really great guy, really friendly with with everybody who was out there, knew all of our names by the end of the day, and just had so much fun watching him up close, his athleticism, because you know, he was going at about 60% and just gliding around the court, 
rising up for whatever shot he wanted. And, uh, it, you know, he's, he's the type of guy who's had such a uh, strong career on and off the court, you know, not getting into um, anything nefarious. And uh, what a great record holder he's been. Could have had, you know, many more threes. Could have gotten to the 3,000 mark if he kept playing because he was in such great shape, but just didn't quite finish it off uh, like he could have. Uh, maybe he decided he wanted to go out when he was really still fit and near the top of his shooting game. But anyway, um, it's going to be fun to to see him pass the torch to Steph tonight because I certainly think Steph will get at least two. All right, game two uh, in a, a, a borough nearby as Toronto is going to come into town and play Brooklyn, also at 7.30 Eastern. Brooklyn favored by eight here with a total of 217. Toronto, since they are the road team here, of course, they are, they're on the back-to-back. They played last night against Sacramento. Easy win at home, 124-101. to 101. Starters only played 22-32 to 32 minutes, which is big news for Toronto. We know they play heavy minutes. And big news on both sides here. Let's start with Toronto. Out, we've got OG Ananobi, Kem Birch, Precious Achua, and Banton is also out. He left... Uh, he got ill in that second half, uh, and so he's he's not going to make the trip. Now, on the other side, we've got big news that broke this morning there. The list of absences has now grown to LaMarcus Aldridge, James Johnson, Bembry, Millsap, Javon Carter, and, and Kevin Durant is now questionable with an ankle. So let's, let's see if we can sort through these rotations and see who's going to be out there tonight. On the Toronto side, I'm looking at Van Vliet, Trent, Barnes, Siakam, and Boucher. And I think that's where we want to focus tonight because although it's a back-to-back for Toronto, they aren't going to play again until Saturday because they were scheduled to play Chicago later this week, and that game's been canceled. So of any team on a back-to-back, this is the, the most you'd ever be interested in guys getting good minutes because it's Toronto and because they don't play again until Saturday. Now that doesn't mean we need to go out and use a bunch of these guys. Uh, Cause I like, uh, you know, the Brooklyn side here uh, quite a bit. And as I mentioned, I like multiple guys on the Knicks roster, but let's, let's look a little bit close, more closely here with Toronto. Van Vliet, I think is, is the big X factor here. Cause he's the mid eight K range. Could deal with some Bruce Brown defense. And I think he's going to go under the radar with these other high-priced guards, Harden, Steph, Lillard, Paul. So keep him in mind for a GPP. Barnes and Siakam, you know, more that also mid-tier, mid-7K, 8K range, could go under the radar as well as if we ended up with more of a stars and scrubs approach. But if KD is out... Uh, that could make life a little bit easier for them, not having to spend as much energy on defense against the Durantula. So they're a possibility. I really like Barnes. How about five blocks last night? That guy is just really impressive on both ends. Uh, pricey now, though. Boucher has really stepped up with all these other bigs out in terms of his minutes, his opportunity. He's 4,800 on DraftKings, playable there. 51 on FanDuel, playable there. Nice that he can be a power forward or a center on both sites. 
I don't plan to go to the Toronto bench uh, because I do think the the starters will play heavy minutes. There was some, you know, signs of life off that bench last night, but it was a blowout, remember? So Watanabe played 26 minutes, 12 and 10. I just don't think he's going to get that many minutes. He is cheap on both sites. Svee Mikhailuk would be the other guy I I might consider uh, in the 3K range, but not my favorite play. All right, on the Brooklyn side here, uh, man, it's it's just the the news keeps coming. So with all the COVID absences, it was looking to me like a starting five of Harden, Bruce Brown, Patty Mills, Durant, and Claxton. But now we don't know about Durant, so we'll just have to wait and see on that. The other guys in the rotation, uh, Blake Griffin, you know, he, he's going to be there. 20 minutes or, or so, uh, I don't think Nash has any real choice uh, but to get him a few more minutes. Cam Thomas, of course, is the scorer who's been coming off the bench, uh, getting good minutes, played 29 minutes against Detroit. So you could, you could look there. But if they both play, I looked back when Brooklyn and Toronto played earlier this season, and Brooklyn won that one by 13 and both KD and Harden were strong. KD was 31-7 and 7, Harden was 28-10 and 8. By the way, Blake Griffin 14-11 and 3 back when he was the starter and he hit four threes that night, so that's why he scored so well. But thinking about Durant at 31-7 and 7, he obviously was able to get it done against Barnes and Siakam. Uh, and OG Ananobi actually started that that game. He's, of course, out. But if Durant is out, I mean, just think again about how much that opens up for Harden. When Harden sat against Detroit the other day, KD went off for 51-7-9. So this could be a monster Harden night if KD is out. I mean, it could be a 35-10-15 type of night for Harden. So he'll be locked in for me if Durant is out. If they both play, I do lean Harden a little bit. Bruce Brown is a nice price if he starts. You know, again, even if he doesn't, I think he'll get good minutes. Really scrappy player. Mills a little bit ex- more expensive now as the value plays fifty four hundred on both sides. And then Claxton uh, is playable for me. Thirty one hundred on DraftKings is nice. Playable on FanDuel as well. All right, we have one game left, and we'll have a little bit of a break because it's not until ten o'clock Eastern the second game of the TNT doubleheader. Um, So before I hit that, just want to invite folks, if they want to grab our lineups tonight, come in and uh, sign up today. And then about 7.05, I'll be giving out the lineups. Full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, cash lineups, GPP lineups, and then the coach's clipboard on DraftKings with some highlighted players and a bunch of options to fill out your roster. So Sign up on our website, dfscoachtalk.com, and please do so You know, early afternoon, mid-afternoon. Make sure we have plenty of time to get you into Discord. We'll, we'll send you an email and invite you in there. All right, final game of the slate here. Phoenix in Portland, 10 o'clock Eastern. Uh, Phoenix favored by 1.5, total 219.5. Phoenix lost last night to the Clippers by 16. Uh, and then Portland is on the front end of a back-to-back. They're going to host Memphis tomorrow. 
Phoenix, big news here. Booker, I'm going to have him as doubtful. There hasn't really been any indication that he's going to jump back on the court. So assuming he's out again, we still have Aiton and Jalen Smith questionable. They both sat out yesterday with illnesses. And then on the Portland side, we've got McCollum out, of course. And other than that, uh, pretty healthy. So let's break this Phoenix side down here. Middle of the road in pace with a great offense and a great defense. But again, it's it's not quite the same team without Booker and Aiden. That's why they kind of fell flat last night against the Clippers. So what I'm projecting here for the rotation is Chris Paul, Shamit, Bridges, Jay Crowder, and JaVale McGee. If the two bigs are out, he should be back out there. He's really played well when he's gotten these opportunities, 13 and 13 last night. He actually started uh, earlier this season against Portland. They've already played twice. They've split the season series so far. JaVale was 14-8-1 in that game. 4,200 on DraftKings, 5,400 on FanDuel, both very playable for me. Uh, I just hope we have the news early enough to know what the situation is with Aiden. Chris Paul is playable for me, but he's you know sort of down the list of, of my favorite point guards. Yes, he's cheaper than the other guys, but it is a back-to-back. And although he's played good minutes on back-to-backs this season, now we have Campaign and Elf Payton out there getting decent minutes. So I think there's a there is some downside there for Chris Paul tonight. Um, you know, Portland is not strong defensively. They're 27th. So he could obviously get it done, run the show while he's out there. I'm just a little tentative with him. Not really interested in the other starters, although Bridges is only 5,000 on FanDuel. That jumps out at me as a as a low price for him. Uh, so he's in the mix for me, uh, potentially a GPP option. Uh, campaign, like I said, uh, is a factor. Cam Johnson getting up big shots, scoring it pretty well, mid-4K range. You could look there. And then the other guy who's been out there is Ish Wainwright, who's minimum price on both sites. He did hit a couple threes last night, ended up with a 6X return on DraftKings, but he hasn't played many minutes, uh, so he is uh, a, a bit of an unknown. And again, down the list of value plays for me tonight. On the Portland side here, uh, they really are struggling here as Lillard's been out. Now McCollum is. Lillard has been struggling shooting. Uh, but does he does he get back in the groove here? I'm looking at Lillard to to be better than he has been uh, in that second matchup against Phoenix this year. He went for 28 seven and seven, so I feel pretty good about him. You know, even though Chris Paul is over there, because again they are a, a bit shorthanded, and without McCollum, he's going to get as many shots as he wants. Um, played 37 minutes in their last game. Pricey on DraftKings at 97. Um, you know, if you go with Steph and then you're looking at Harden, tough to get to Lillard as well. A lot easier on draft or on FanDuel where he's only 8,700. With the rest of the starters, uh, Nurkic just hasn't been getting many minutes. So I don't, don't plan to go there, although 6,000 on FanDuel is cheap for him. Larry Nance 
Uh, he's taken over that starting role for Covington. 4,300 on DraftKings looks pretty good to me. Played 26 minutes in that last game that he started. Powell and Little, you could look at Powell, uh, but not my favorite option today. Uh, don't want to pay 6000 for him uh, to be a little bit scoring dependent. And then with the bench, we've got Simons back in the mix. Uh, 26 points and 33 minutes. Got up 20 shots last time out. Uh that, you know that's a that's a real factor to consider. He's he's pricier you know than he has been almost uh, mid mid five k range. Uh, Covington got to talk about him because all those games he struggled as a starter. I guess there was a bit of a wake up call for him. He goes to the bench and ends up playing thirty four minutes three five three and then nine stocks. Man, a motivated Covington is dangerous at 3400 on DraftKings. So I like that price. Not quite as much on FanDuel where he's 4900 But keep an eye on him there. All right, that is the three-game slate. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. hope everybody enjoys the Steph show tonight. I'll be tuned in. Can't wait to see him take down that record. And uh, hopefully we'll have some strong DFS finishes as well. So uh, jump in with us if you'd like, dfscoachtalk.com. You can find us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk, and you can find me on Twitter at Language Olympic. All right, make sure to tune in the rest of the week for our continuing NBA seven-day-a-week podcasts and all of our NFL podcasts as we get you ready for all those slates. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. On behalf of the entire DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. We'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.